As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. Pick a strategy and do it really, really well. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's best ever guests as they share it with you. It's the best ever advice with none of the fluff. Let's go. Every once in a while, there comes a service that revolutionizes an industry. And I am proud to say that our best ever sponsor, Cozy, is that service for landlords and tenants. Cozy simplifies the rental process for everyone. Simply put, Cozy makes it easy to collect rent online, to screen tenants, to order credit reports, to do all the things that you are currently doing manually, but to automate it so that you can focus on more important things like growing your portfolio this year. The best part is that Cozy is completely free. It's free. There aren't any minimums, there aren't any transaction fees or monthly payments. No other service on the planet offers this to you for free. And one of the things that I love about Cozy is that Cozy automatically collects and transfers the rent so that every month you don't have to worry about forgetful tenants forgetting to pay you the rent. You can actually receive that rent automatically in your bank account, no questions asked. So you can say goodbye to paper checks, late payments, and all those lame excuses. And here's your chance to simplify your life and make more money. Join me and sign up for Cozy at Cozy.co. That's C-O-Z-Y dot C-O. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and I'm here with today's guest, Brett Snodgrass. Hi, Brett. Hey, Joe. How are you doing today? Doing well and excited to have you on the show. Brett is joining us from Indianapolis, Indiana. He's the founder of Real Estate Discounts. He has done over 500 deals since 2006, from wholesaling to fix and flips to land contracts and owner financing. So, bringing a wealth of hands-on experience to the show and really excited to have you. So, Brett, with that being said, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more background on your experience and what you're focused on now? Yeah, no problem. I'll just kind of take you back to, I guess, how I grew up. My parents were both teachers, and I actually went to college to be an elementary school teacher. After college, I did that for about four months, and I kind of threw my hands up, and I said, you know what, this just isn't for me. In my mid-20s, I moved back home, and I just 
didn't know what to do with my life. And I was just kind of in that limbo state. I got introduced to a real estate investor who's doing a unique real estate investing strategy. In Southern Indiana, we have a lot of wooded land. And what he was doing was he was buying these large parcels of land, 100 acres, 200 acres. And then he owned his own timber company. So he would actually go in, timber the land and make a lot of money off of the timber. And then he would end up splitting up the parcels and, you know, selling the acreage to maybe hunters. So I actually started working with him. I was kind of bird dogging for him, looking for these large pieces of land. And he taught me a lot about that. And I, I was making a little bit of money at that, but not really a lot. I was making probably 30000 to you know 40000 I think, in the first year with him. But I wanted something more. So I started just researching on, on what to do. So I started reading books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, listening to a lot of audio tapes. And when I started studying wealthy people, I realized that a lot of them made their wealth and money at uh, real estate investing. So I started looking into it and I'm the type of guy, I just kind of jump into stuff. So I started searching online. I found this house. It was on an auction. It was actually on eBay. It was actually in, I think it was a city where you were born, Joe, Flint, Michigan. Yep. <laughs> and I, I won the auction. I bought it and it was only for nine thousand dollars and me and my dad we had about ten thousand dollars to our name i'm surprised it wasn't for nine (laughs) dollars yeah i know that's true (laughs) so so i actually drove up seven hours one way to look at this house i had never seen before ended up it was kind of a reality check because i had never been to flint michigan and it ended up the neighbor and if you ever want to find out about a house just kind of talk to the neighbors and she told me that uh, some people had been doing some drugs and it was kind of a crack house i guess is what you would call it so that was my first experience and i actually backed out of that deal but then i you thought i would maybe just throw in the towel and learn but i actually went back home I got back online and I found another deal in another city that I'd never been to called Youngstown, Ohio, which is similar to probably Flint. (laughs) I had bought this deal again for $9,000 and I drove seven hours to get there and I bought the house and it it was completely trashed and I cleaned it up all myself. I remember taking bed mattresses down and just piling up all the trash and I took pictures of it because I didn't have any money to fix it up. You know, we only had $10,000. And I ended up selling that deal for 15000 and I made $6,000 on that deal. And that's when I asked myself, if I could do this with one, could I do it with 100 And uh, that's kind of how our business got started. The first year, that's what we did. We bought a lot of the lower-end houses and some of the rougher neighborhoods for five to 10000 and we'd sell them for twelve to fifteen all day. I think the first year, we did about 30 And then I remember in 2008 and 2009, we were doing over 100 deals per year. That's kind of how our business got going. What an incredible story. When you were finding the initial properties, the one in Flint and the one in Youngstown, where were you looking? I was actually just kind of scouring just some of the websites. And I actually bought the Youngstown and the Flint one on an auction website. You got everybody's probably heard of it. It was actually eBay. And uh, that's where I found those. But I was looking at, you know, other ads. Of course, I was looking at the MLS. And when we started doing a lot of deals, you know, obviously 2008 and 2009, maybe a little bit different because a lot of the uh, houses were cheaper and you could buy a lot from the MLS. And we actually developed a system where we would buy these deals do the MLS. And we were putting in cities, Indianapolis, Cincinnati, Dayton, Ohio. We were putting in probably 
probably 600 offers a month just straight through the MLS. We weren't getting a lot, but obviously we were getting a percentage out of those 600 or so we might get 10 to 15 offers accepted. And those were the ones that, you know, we made money on. It was a lot of work. That's what we did. How do you physically make 600 offers a month? on homes? Well, at that time, I had agents. I had one here in Indianapolis, and she was doing all the Indianapolis offers. So she was doing probably 150 a month. But then I also had another agent in uh, Cincinnati, and he was doing probably 150 a month there. And then I had another agent in Dayton, Ohio, and he was doing 150 months. So really, it took different agents that were just willing to work. I never asked them to go look at the properties. I never asked them to do anything else besides just write the contract and submit them. They didn't have to like travel or anything like that. So our Indianapolis agent just off of us in 2008, she made about $70,000. You know, hopefully it was worth it to her by doing that. When you have that system in place, how do you help them determine the price that should be offered for the property? Is it a percentage of what being offered or do you have to look at all 600? At that time, we were actually going around and I would actually look at the properties um, because I kind of wanted to get a feel actually for what I was buying. So me and then I had uh, my dad, he was my partner. We would just take turns and like I would go out and I would look at 30 properties one morning. I would never actually go into the properties. I would actually just look at the outside, look through the windows and uh, determine if it was a good deal or and then we would just make an offer. And I kind of knew what I could sell the properties for. So, you know, a lot of them, they'd be asking 20, 25, 30,000. And we offer them like five, you know, and obviously not very many people would take that offer. But however, 5% would. So I would just make up a spreadsheet. I go look at 30 properties in a couple of hours in one morning. I would put on the spreadsheet those 30 properties. I put all the offers in. So all the agent had to do was look at the spreadsheet, put in the offers. It'd probably take her, you know, a day to put in 30 offers. Offers. So, you know, if you're doing 150 offers in a month that put all the offers in, it might only take you maybe a week. At the end of the day, you know, if she's making two to $3,000 a month or more, then it's obviously worth it. Based on your experience, wholesaling, fixing and flipping, owner financing, and doing over 500 deals since you've been actively investing, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? When I first started, and I hear this a lot from new people just getting started, is I'm going to start out in wholesaling, but then I'm going to get into fixing and flipping or maybe rent and holding and doing something that they think that that's like really where you make the money. And wholesaling is just, uh, you know, just where you get started at. And my thing is, and I've done it, I've done all those. My best advice would be to pick a strategy and do it really, really well. Study it. I always say, if you're brand new, get a mentor for the first year. And even though they're going to be taking some of your profit. I think, you know, that first year you're going to learn so much more for the next years that you're doing this business on your own. So get a mentor, but pick that one strategy and do it really, really well. This year, I kind of threw my hands up because the past couple of years, I was doing a lot of fix and flips. And you know, it's a good strategy, but I'm just not good at it. And I learned that uh, it's just not for me. I didn't enjoy it. I always say, pick something you really, really like and you really enjoy. I was the one waking up at 6 a.m. I was going to Home Depot, picking out doorknobs or whatever, you know, I don't know. And I was stressed out and I was juggling four different or four or five different fix and flip properties at one time, just 
just trying to get a handle on this. And I just realized I just I wasn't good at it. I wasn't good at managing contractors. That wasn't really my niche. I was good at finding deals. I was good at negotiating deals, but I wasn't good at, you know, fixing up the properties, managing the contractors. I've also done some rentals. I, I, I don't enjoy tenants. So that's just something that I just don't really enjoy. And uh, people get on me sometimes because they said, man, you need to get into the to the rentals. That's the long term, you know, cash. And I believe that but I don't enjoy it. I'd say pick something and mine is wholesaling because I've, I've learned it, I've studied it and find your strategy and just do that really, really well instead of going into a house or a property and all these things are going through your mind and you don't know what to do. You don't know what your exit strategy is going to be. But now I know <laughs> I'm just going to wholesale this property and, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. And, and now I know I have to get the price underneath what I could sell it for to the next investor. So you ready for the best ever lightning round? I am, yeah. Let's do it. Best ever listeners, it's 2015, and wouldn't you like to simplify the landlording process and automate it as much as possible while making more money along the way? It's a landlord's dream, right? With online rent payments, applications, and secure credit reports, Cozy makes being a landlord incredibly easy. And best of all, it's completely free. Sign up for Cozy at Cozy.co. That's C-O-Z-Y dot Best ever book you've read? Besides the Bible, I would say uh, one of the best business books that I've read is called The Millionaire Next Door. When I read that, it really changed my perspective on what the typical millionaire looks like. And it's not, you know, guys driving the brand new BMWs living in the mansions. Those are the, I guess, the extreme celebrity millionaires. But the typical millionaire like me, I guess, would be is just that the guy who saves his money is frugal, but he's a millionaire, but nobody really knows it. And that really changed my whole perspective on, on what a millionaire looks like. Best ever listeners, I know you like audio, so you can go to freebesteverbook.com and get a free audio version of a book like that best ever personal growth experience and what you learned from it the best ever and this might be a little bit different than some of your other guests but the best personal growth experience i would have people define success in a lot of different ways and i used to define success in this way is this is how much money you make and in my high 20s when i was doing a lot of these wholesale deals that's what i defined success as is how much money am I going to make and that's that was my focus and that's what I put all my energy into but in doing that I almost lost some of the things that I cared more about and that was I had a, a daughter who you know I was getting a little disconnected with her losing maybe being disconnected with some of my friends and my family and my life because I was so focused putting in 80 90 hours a week in this business so what I learned from all of that is at the age of 30 I came to the realization that money doesn't really bring you happiness it's more important to focus on other things I gave my life to God at the age of 30 and I became a Christian it completely changed my life and now one of the things I do is when I look at my business I I also look at the other parts of my life and asking myself am I successful at how I'm spending time with my wife how I'm spending time with my children and is my business helping me to meet the ultimate goals and that's why I even do this business it's not about like making 
uh, hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars. It's about the bigger things, and that's spending time with God and doing things for Him, and then also just being able to have time with my family and being able to serve others and helping others. So I would say that's been my personal growth. Best ever deal you've done? The best ever deal I've done was actually, it might be kind of unique. Like I mentioned, I was working with the land developer buying these acreages, and I found this 126 acres in southern Indiana, and it didn't have timber on it, so he actually wasn't interested in it. And we actually picked it up for about 1200 an acre, and that's really, really cheap for even southern Indiana properties. So that's about 151000 we bought it at, and it hadn't been surveyed in in years. So the survey they actually had was like, go to the big oak tree and then go to the rock, you know, which probably wasn't even there anymore. So we actually had a surveyed, which actually turned out in our favor because instead of 126 acres, it turned out to be 133 acres. So that actually gave us more acreage. And then it had a road going right down the middle of it with 93 acres on one side and 40 acres on the other side. We sold the 40 acres on one side of the road to one person, then we sold the 93 on the other side to another person who just wanted to hunt. And we ended up selling it for on average, we sold about 17.50 an acre, and we got an extra seven acres because the survey came out really good. So we actually ended up making about $78,000 on that deal. In what period of time was the turnaround? We did it in about two months. And the funny thing was, I I was just kind of getting started, so I didn't have the 150000 to buy it. We had about 26000 to put down, and then I didn't have very good credit, so we borrowed the other 126000 An older gentleman, he was about 70, and he was a hard money lender, and he gave us a whopping great rate at 12% interest. And <laughs> But we borrowed it, and we only had a property for two months, so we only had to pay him, you know, whatever that is for two months. Yeah, and we sold probably about two months, so... Best ever quote. The best ever quote I always try to live by is from Zig Ziglar. You can only get what you want if you help enough people get what they want. And that's what I try to live by. I love teaching and mentoring other new investors and just trying to help them. So that's my favorite quote. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? The biggest mistake that I've made, and I made this one for years, instead of working on my business and trying to look at my business and grow it and develop it, I spent too many years working in my business doing a lot of the monotonous tasks that maybe I could have delegated to somebody else. I'm kind of a control guy, so I like to have control over the situation, and, and I, I just did that too much. So I've learned that uh, it's okay to delegate work. I'm developing a system that's easy to follow for wholesalers, and as I told you earlier, that I'm developing a system that's called the Simple Wholesaling System that's uh, going to be free. It's going to be on a website in a couple of months called simplewholesaling.com. But anyways, the biggest mistake is delegate some of the monotonous tasks. You know, if you're doing direct mailing, you know, you don't have to write the letters, delegate that to somebody else, putting in offers like I was on the MLS, you're doing a bunch of offers, don't sit there and write all the offers, you know, have somebody else do that and focus on the things that are really make you money in this business and delegate the rest of it out. Brett, what's the best ever place to reach you? Well, right now you can email me at my personal email, which is uh, my last name, Snodgrass, Brett, and that's S-N-O-D. G-R-A-S-S-B-R-E-T-T -T at yahoo.com 
Or, you know, if you're new and, you, and you're just getting started and you want some encouragement or some advice, you can also call me at 812-216-8602. And I love to talk. I love talking about real estate and helping new people. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And Brett, this has been an informative conversation and inspirational. And I love how you started out talking about your first deals uh, in Flint and in Youngstown and you know just really I felt like I was there with you uh, looking at those properties particularly in Flint because I know how that economy is and then in Youngstown just because you did such a good job of describing the house and (laughs) it's really interesting how you got started and and quickly ramped up and scaling with uh, using agents in different markets to write offers for you and you know looking at the properties and creating a system out of it so much appreciated and we'll talk to you soon all right thanks so much joe hey you best ever listener do you want more then go to joefairless.com where you'll get tons of free videos templates and content to help you get deals done and remember to subscribe to the best ever show in itunes so you can keep getting your daily dose of the best real estate investing advice ever 